Lots of things to get to, so let's dive into it. What's trending now? Add them on Facebook. Let the tweeting begin. The hashtag does that. News and views from Belf's News Gallery. The heartbreaking story about the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade yesterday ending with one person dead, 21 other people that were injured, including children, a lot of fear among children, and boy, you've got to applaud the Kansas City Chiefs players who were trying to calm those kids when they could, just just absolutely incredible. You know, in these events where we see the worst from people, we also see the best in so many other people, and it, it, it was pretty... Um, pretty incredible, I think. So authorities held a news conference last night, said three people had been detained following the sh- the shooting. Eight people with life-threatening injuries. And again, one woman has uh, had died. She's been identified, being very fondly remembered by friends and the people who knew her. So the uh, president, in online statements, paid tribute to the victims, demanded congressional action on gun violence, and he said the incident had occurred on a day that marked six years since the Parkland shooting in Florida that killed 17 people. So the president said the Super Bowl is the most unifying event in America. Nothing brings more of us together. And the celebration of a Super Bowl win is a moment that brings a joy that can't be matched to the winning team and their supporters. For this joy to be turned to tragedy today in Kansas City cuts deep in the American soul, the president said. So the police chief in Kansas City said police still investigating the motive for the shooting. And there were three people that had been taken into uh, into custody. And Stacy Graves, the police chief in Kansas City, said, you know, the people who came to this celebration should expect a safe environment, she said. She said the city had over 800 police officers near the parade. And she commended the officers who responded to the shooting. And I think she speaks for so many of us when we talk about police and the work that they do. And she said, I'm so proud of them that they ran into danger, getting two people into custody and at the same time rendering life-sustaining aid to those victims. Absolutely right. So people are running for their lives, and what are police doing? Running right into the heart of what's going on. Thank God for them. The chairman of the House Intelligence uh, Committee, Mike Turner, made a call for the president to declassify information about a serious national security threat. He kept it very cryptic. It was hard to know what he was talking about. Um, but other voices in Congress say, The public shouldn't panic. 
I think the uh, ranking member on the uh, panel, Representative Jim Hines of Connecticut, said it's not one of great urgency. People shouldn't panic. He said, Also, in response to a daily caller inquiry, the White House denied on Tuesday that President Biden's administration had killed the potential Ukraine ceasefire proposal from Russia. Have you seen that this week? Reuters, citing three Russian sources, reported that Vladimir Putin suggested a ceasefire in Ukraine, but that the proposal was rejected by the Biden administration. And the White House said that story comes from a skewed Russian perspective, and they insisted no ceasefire proposal was ever brought forward by Russia or by Vladimir Putin. White House also said that Putin has not shown any interest in ending the war in Ukraine and that Ukraine would take the lead in any negotiations. So Reuters reported that Putin was asking for a freeze in the conflict along current military lines, but he was unwilling to cede any of the Ukrainian territory currently controlled by Russia. And one senior Russian source said the contacts with the Americans came to nothing. You remember Rachel Dolezal? She was a, at one point, she was a chapter president for the NAACP, pretending she was black. Turns out she was not black. She wasn't black. Remember that? She's in the news again. She's popped up again now working for an Arizona elementary school while she's posting sexual content on OnlyFans. So photos have surfaced of her working at Sunrise Drive Elementary. She uh, worked there as an after-school instructor. So she changed her name in 2018. And she apparently at the same time is on the subscription website OnlyFans for $9.99 a month. Subscribers are promised creative content and a more intimate look. The um, House Judiciary Committee is in talks to have special counsel Robert Hur potentially testify on, Cra- on Capitol Hill. Almost said Capitol Hill. That would be appropriate, I think. <laughs> so the House Judiciary Committee wants to have Robert Hur testify after releasing his report on President Biden's handling of classified documents. Two sources have told Fox that the House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan's committee is looking at late February or early March for possible dates for her to testify. Early March, I think. Axios is saying early March. So House Republicans then, according to Fox News, 
Fox News says they appear poised for a lengthy probe into his findings after he released that 388-page report clearing President Biden of wrongdoing despite having willfully retained and disclosed classified materials. So the House Judiciary Committee trying to get Robert Hurd to testify before the committee. Also, Donald Trump has been lashing out um, this week. He lashed out Tuesday night after Democrats then were projected to flip the seat that was formerly held by George Santos. He's the Republican who was expelled. Now that seat being turned over to a Democrat and uh, Trump went after the Republican candidate in the special election. He called her a very foolish woman, he said, for distancing herself from Trump. And Trump said, Republicans just don't learn. Maybe she was still a Democrat. I have an almost 99% endorsement success rate in primaries and a very good number in the general elections as well. But I just watched this very foolish woman running in a race where she didn't endorse me, tried to straddle the fence, when she would have easily won if she understood anything about modern-day politics in America, Trump said. I think that was on comments on social media, on True Social. I don't think it will surprise you to learn that CBS's coverage of the Super Bowl this year was the most watched telecast in history. So it had a total audience of 123.4 million average viewers across all platforms. That included CBS Television, Paramount Plus, Nickelodeon, Univision, CBS Sports, and the NFL's digital properties, including NFL Plus. So the Super Bowl and the CBS Sports coverage, the most watched telecast in history, this year of the uh, Super Bowl. And not the most watched Super Bowl, the most watched telecast in history. Also, Kanye West, uh, he is um, responding to the suggestion that he was removed from the Super Bowl over the weekend after Taylor Swift made calls. Have you seen this story? It's crazy. I mean, so Taylor Swift was there. Obviously, she's uh, her boyfriend, Travis uh, Kelsey of Kansas City Chiefs. But that I think it was an NFL, a former NFL player said that Taylor made a call or two. After which Kanye West was kicked out of the stadium. And Kanye says, this is a completely fabricated rumor. It is not true, he said. 
So he's responding to it. And he said to uh, all the people who know him best, I feel like me and Taylor might still. I don't know that I want to share that. Not relevant. Typical from the mind of Ye or Kanye or Ye, whatever, whatever you want to call him. Megan Rapinoe um, was speaking on a, I think this was a, I think it may have been a podcast that she was speaking on. And she, you know, talking about that injury that she had that happened last November during that championship soccer game in San Diego. So she's talking about that. Megan Rapino said, it's sad. Like, I wish that didn't happen. I'm just thinking about my teammates coming over, of course. It's sad. It's kind of just life, she said. We want these perfect stories, and I'm a controversial figure, and having people low-key celebrate it, but then also be so disingenuous about it. And that part is kind of funny, too. I'm like, wow, you guys are in a special place in hell that you're celebrating this. I don't know who she's responding to, who was celebrating her injury. But that was her response to those. Also, two passengers started a fist fight on a Southwest flight bound for Hawaii. Happened on a plane leaving out of Oakland, California. And a couple of guys, video shows a man in a baseball cap standing in the aisle of the plane, squaring off with another man standing in a row of seats. So the second man appears to slap the first on his arm before he then throws a punch in his face with his right arm. It's then several more punches, and then passengers try to intervene, trying to stop it. One's yelling, no way, no way. By the end of the clip, it appears that another male passenger was able to get between the two fighting passengers. And, yeah. So it is all caught on video. President Biden, by the way, on Tuesday, this story is trending this morning. It's kind of old news at this point. But uh, the, the president was slamming Republicans who voted to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. And after the vote, the president said, history will not look kindly on House Republicans for their blatant act of unconstitutional partisanship that has targeted an honorable public servant in order to play petty, play petty political games. Say that three times fast. So that story is still trending this morning. Representative Jim Clyburn, Democrat of South Carolina, announced yesterday he is stepping down from his role as assistant House Democratic leader. He's been in the job for just over a year, but he said in a statement that he has informed Hakeem Jeffries 
that he's confident that Jeffries and the new generation of Democrat leaders will continue the important work of putting people over politics. I, I, I know. Try to restrain your laughter. Come on. Come on. Also, uh, still stories trending about um, Tom, uh, and forgive me if I, uh, Swayze's win. Tom Swayze. He is the one that won the New York, uh, the George Santos seat, which was, of course, vacated. Republicans kicked him out of the chamber. So a special election was held, and Tom Swayze won the seat. So Axios has got a story that this win by Tom Swayze, viewed as a possible Democrat blueprint, in 2024, and so the because he was out there, he was talking about the border. And House Speaker Mike Johnson said of this guy, he said he sounded like a Republican talking about the border. And others who said that Swayze basically ran away what has been the Democratic agenda for the last two years. So, in other words, you get elected as a Democrat, you've got to go out and talk like a Republican, basically. I think is the takeaway uh, from that. Price of Bitcoin broke over the $50,000 mark on Monday. For the first time in two years, investors are excited about um, ETFs, the Bitcoin exchange-traded funds. So the price of Bitcoin at its highest since 2021. Other stories that are trending this morning. Police in Washington, D.C. were um, carrying out they were conducting an arrest warrant for animal cruelty, and the suspect had barricaded, apparently, himself inside. So a couple of officers were shot, sustained non-life-threatening injuries. Fourth was also injured, but not shot. So early reports, the suspect has not been named yet. So he was barricaded inside the home and then still occasionally shooting at police. And those are the stories trending this morning in Belf's News Gallery.